another Monday and another brand new episode of the Energy is Love podcast. Here are some places that you can listen to the podcast and subscribe. First and foremost, iTunes. That's probably the biggest platform in the world for podcasting, and you can find us there. Did you know that you can go listen to us on YouTube? There is a YouTube channel for the Energy is Love podcast. We'd love it if you went and subscribed. Listen to us on Spotify, Google Play. I listen on Google Play simply because it's the easiest to use with my phone. Spotify, uh, Pandora. You can go listen to us on Pandora. Needless to say, if there is a place where you can stream, subscribe, download podcasts, you can find the Energy is Love podcast. And if you want a quick, easy access, you can also listen at our website, energyislovepodcast.com. So this is part two of our Telluride Bluegrass Festival experience. This one is the culmination of the entire weekend where Stephanie and I hop in our minivan and drive down to Colorado and have a once in a lifetime incredible experience that we got to share with one another. We both had massive emotional cleansing, download, uh, purging of tension and stress and just raw emotion pour out from our bodies over the course of the entire weekend which culminated in Brandy Carlisle, who is Stephanie's absolute favorite performing singer, songwriter, artist of all time. And she, after this weekend or after this experience, became mine as well. She closed out the festival in an amazing performance that was life-changing, like truly. <laughs> that sounds silly, but it was. It was truly life-changing. So we talk all about it. This is an episode that is pretty much devoted to Brandy Carlisle and how amazing she is. So if you're not a fan, I encourage you to go search out some of her music and listen. Um, yeah, there's not much to say. The episode kind of explains it all. And if you're not a fan of bluegrass music or you want to hear about our festival experience, uh, I apologize because that's what this episode is all about. Just because we talk about it so much during the episode and obviously the part one, the previous episode, go to bluegrass.com and you can find out about this Telluride Bluegrass Festival that takes place every year during the summer solstice. I would highly recommend going to it. We will definitely be going back at some point, hopefully when Brandy is performing once again. But I'm going to read real quick from their website some of the artists that have performed. Uh, Sam Bush, Robert Plant, Mumford & Sons, Brandy Carlisle, obviously, Nora Jones, Jason Mraz, um, just a ton of people. It's one of those festivals that's been going on since, like I said, for 46 years, and it brings a ton of people to Colorado, to this beautiful town, Telluride, and all weekend long you get to see and experience this amazing environment, this community of love and music, and it's a great place to go and be and relax and just drop into the moment, so go check that out. <laughs> this is not a paid advertisement in any way, shape, or form. But now you get to uh, sit back and relax and listen to Steph and I recap and recount our experience that brought us closer together, changed our lives in some way, shape, or form that we are going to be feeling for the next long, long time. Here we go. You're listening to the Energy is Love podcast. The energy is love. The Energy is the Love podcast. The Energy is Love podcast. Energy is love. The Energy is Love podcast. The podcast for the universe. The Energy is Love podcast. Did you hear your little pop? I did. It's because I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to hold off a yawn that was coming. Well, you can yawn now. I now I don't have to because I popped and was like, I you popped, popped it the like yawn. I thought. Does this feel like work at all? work yeah i just realized as we're like sitting down and i think it's because you've got like your binder and your and i know that's <laughs> something different but you know does this feel like uh like work at all like oh we have to now we're like podcasting we have to get into podcast mode and we have to set up everything and well now i feel bad i feel like i'm not taking it seriously enough what do you mean it doesn't feel like work i feel like maybe i should get more no i'm oh, glad i don't my mic's off i have to sit like this to hit it right Otherwise, I'm too high. No, you're perfect. You think? Yeah. Because right totally here, it doesn't sound enough. Okay. No, the binder is because if something comes to mind, I have to hurry up and write it down. I will forget. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just kind of... You know on Rogan's podcast? No, I don't. You're right. You, you have no clue. <laughs> um, but he uh, provides his guests with notebooks in case they want to jot down oh. you know, reminders and things like that as the episode progresses. See? So then yeah. they have... 
you know, a cheat sheet in a sense of ideas and things that they want to continue to talk about. But Oh, this isn't related to the podcast, so this is a binder of something else yes. if I need to remember for later during the day. That's a binder of the future that we will talk about yeah. in the future. In the future. I'm sure on the podcast. Yeah. No, I'm glad it doesn't feel like work, though. No. Oh, it, oh yeah? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, good. it totally I felt shouldn't bad. feel like work. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I will get more serious. No, this is fun. It is fun. Do you think that the podcast has... Hmm... I feel uh, this is this to me feels like a risky question. But do you feel like oh this podcast <clears throat> has brought us closer together, or caused more distance between us, or some sort? Those of, are my two options. No, like some sort of contention um, or something like that between us. Well, now, now I'm like, has it? I didn't. I didn't think it caused contention. <laughs> I don't or, think it did either. Or it caused or it distance, does. but maybe, maybe it does. Apparently, this is a podcast where I second guess every action. I'm not taking it seriously. <laughs> no, I don't think it. I don't think it does. No, at all. I don't. Well, why would you ask that then? Because uh, I'm an idiot. No, no, <laughs> no. Is it in your mind? Like, why is it in your mind? It's in my mind because I'm worried that you. Um, feel like it's work and it's pushing us away. Yeah, like you feel yeah. like. Uh, that it's okay okay here we go again i got it because i mean we recorded two or three days ago yeah then we may record again later today i hope so and <laughs> we get to you know like we record a lot but that's what you have to do when you release a weekly podcast well you feel good about it still i do uh, the thing that i think maybe you pick up on i don't know is the fact that i'm having a good time I'm you glad. know but um, I'm still, like, I don't consider myself a permanent fixture on the Craig show. <laughs> I still consider it temporary. So mm. I'm trying to not, um, I'm trying to be just fluid with it so I don't get too attached and then have you be like, oh, babe, it's been fun, but I'm kind of sick of just, you know, talking to you so much. <laughs> so I want to be able to, like, gracefully bow out without being too attached. I want everybody that <laughs> listens to the podcast to write in immediately right now. Stop what you're doing. Go to the website. Mm, click on the contact link. So. And explain. Thank you. How much you love hearing Stephanie week after week on the podcast. Well, thank you. Baby. Do you love hearing me week <laughs> after week on the podcast? Not only do I love I'm hearing you on the podcast, I love the time that we spend together on the podcast. I love the time that I spend editing the podcast and going back and re-listening to all the episodes that we do. I love the depth that I feel like at times the podcast helps our level of communication get to. Mm -hmm. I like the creativity of what we get to do in the space of the podcasting together. You are a permanent fixture in the energy is love podcast world you are a co-host of mm -hmm. the energy is love podcast i uh i just had an epiphany uh, not epiphany i had an I like epiphany, epiphany. <laughs> you, i like it you gave me an epiphany or epiphany whatever yeah, it's an a, epiphany, what do you call it, it a stephism <laughs> an epiphany is an epiphany that it's just for That's, you it is it's just well, for it's, you it's just it's mine it yeah, is mine it's yeah. epiphany oh i like that actually yeah. and it totally is epiphany yeah epiphanies are for the world <gasps> that you want to share with the well you're going to share your epiphany with the world but an epiphany is oh one that's God. just for you i accidentally created the best word ever and you, you picked up on it i was going to correct it and you're like no baby it's gold yeah let's and it hear is. your epiphany my epiphany which is now a term we should i'm gonna i don't know hashtag trademark epiphany.com it's pretty coming soon yeah oh wow i like that thank you for that that made me feel good um, I was like, well, here's another commitment issue. And then I just had a realization of what it is with all my commitment issues. Mm. It's not that I really have commitment issues. It's I have issues believing somebody will commit to me. Therefore, I don't commit to them because I don't believe they'll really commit to me. So I'm protecting myself. It's not that I don't want to commit. It's I don't believe what I'm committing to is solid. Says the woman that has been with me for seven plus years now. Oh, well, and I'm still worried you're going to kick me off the podcast. Yeah, I, no, we, we are I'm, committed. I'm ready, I know we're committed. I'm committed to you. That's a I'm good epiphany. It's, it, I love that you said epiphany. Yeah, it's a good epiphany. I like it. I'm glad you had the awareness. Yeah, now let's move on because I just got hot. Yeah, it's a hot one today <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> with our hot coffee. Um. 
this is another one where we were trying a different uh, spin on recording in bed. We are not in bed. We are over our bed, hovering over our bed. Because we are levitating <laughs> with our enlightenedness. Part two of our incredible fucking experience yes. in Telluride, Colorado. Mm -hmm. So we're home now. If you listened last week, uh, we were in Telluride at our Airbnb, had just wrapped <laughs> up a full day of hanging out in the city and experiencing all sorts of wonderful stuff. And this is part two. We're home now. Mm -hmm. And we had one more day in Telluride, which was Sunday. Which was the day. Which was the day. <laughs> it was the day we actually had tickets to the festival. <laughs> the previous day we did not. Mm -hmm. But we had our tickets to the festival. And the big event of the entire purpose of the experience, the entire reason why we drove seven and a half hours and hung out in rain, sleet, and snow and cold temperatures was to see... Go ahead, babe. The amazing Miss Brandy Carlisle. <laughs> You're cute. Oh, uh, Mrs. Sorry, Mrs. Mrs. She's a Mrs. Yeah, that was the whole reason. <sighs> and it was... We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. As far as what it was, it was an amazing experience. You'll have to remind me because I think it'll jump too far ahead to um, talk about why my mom asked me if I was high during, other than the fact that we we're in Colorado and it was legal. And no, we were not, but there was plenty of secondhand oh my gosh, smoke to share though. It made me, I didn't feel anything, but I was nervous. No, we didn't get any. I don't know. I, don't know. Um, I tried. I you walked through you? the crowd. <laughs> trying to suck up all the second hand oh. <laughs> well it bothered the thing that i didn't like about that um like i loved everything about it and i don't know i don't know i guess it was outside free air but i was thinking of the huge clouds that were like swarming past us crowd. and all the little kids like i was like oh yeah, yeah but if you think uh, about it there wasn't a ton of little kids like down in the uh like in the general seating you're, area. You're right. So it was just the ones that realize that, you know, early stoner babies <laughs> were down there. I don't know. That got me. But I don't know. Yeah, a little bit of secondhand weed smoke is not going to hurt a kid. Yeah. It'll make them a little bit more adventurous. and A little more relaxed. Maybe that's why no kids were throwing tantrums there. Yeah. I didn't see one tantrum. No. They were all high, like, it's all good. <laughs> I don't know where my mom is. It's cool. <laughs> there was a lot that didn't know where their mom were. Right? There was a lot of kids running around. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. It was cool. So, why I, did your mom ask you if you were high? You want me to get right to that? Sure. Okay. Um, she, because I, I posted videos. I didn't do a lot of camera shots. I did a lot of, I didn't want to get to it and re-edit. I just wanted it in the moment. So, there was a lot of, my Instagram is connected to my Facebook which um, sometimes I post things that I don't want on Facebook and I forget to take that feature off. But And then I avoid Facebook at all costs for an extended period of time. Um, I still haven't really ventured back. But uh, I, I also like the duality of it. Of I don't have to cross post if I don't want to. I just click it and boom, it goes. So handy for people who don't really enjoy social media. This girl right here. Not a, not a fan. It's a stressful thing for me. However, I wanted to capture and I wanted to share because it was amazing. Um, I also did not want to like really put too much time into it because I wanted to be in the moment. And I think it was when... Should we just jump into it? Because we did we we talked about Jewel. Yes, we, we, yeah, talked. we talked okay. about Jewel on the last episode. Okay, and how cool that was. It was and so we got cool. a we got a second dose of Jewel we on did? Sunday. We got actually a third, only she a did. second performance, but a third. Like she's right there. She's <laughs> hanging out with us pretty much, like pretty close. Oh, like that's right. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was like ten feet away. Yeah. So it was like we we technically we hung out with Jewel. Um. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Maybe there was a little more second hand than I thought. Um, and I spilled coffee on my leg and the bed. Yay! <laughs> I'm killing this. So we're going to have to wash the bedding today. It's nice to have yeah, coffee. That's definitely the first time we've spilled coffee in our bed. I feel like there's a little bit right here. You don't really realize the little puddle of coffee that's just like soaked in. Um. Anyways, so the first time the Miss Amazing, Mrs. Excuse me, Brandy Carlisle came out on stage, it was like a little like 
a guest. She jumped out with the first ladies of bluegrass and uh, I'm going to put my coffee down because this is going to take nothing in my hands to get through again. (laughs) And so they're up there. These women are performing and it's, it's amazing because they're amazing. And they start to bring some people on and I'm like, is it going to be, is she going to come on? Is it going to be, are they going to bring her out? I know she's here. I can feel her. I'm pretty sure that that VIP section and the chick that came out and the hat and the sunglasses. Yeah, you which totally spotted her I at did, some point. I did. She walked up and it was like my, all of my instincts was like, turn to the right. See that woman walking and that is her. And I was like, <gasps> and you told me to, you know, go walk by and check. But first of all, I didn't want to. I infringe on her space and like be the person that was walking up to gawk at her. She's trying to enjoy the show. Yeah, she doesn't need festival gawk. with, I know, you know, thousands but she's of also people. enjoying it. Yeah. She needs to be able to enjoy it. I wouldn't want to miss it. And, and then there was also the, um, I didn't think my legs would work. And especially if it was her, there would be a scene. Not, not because I would freak out and scream. I wouldn't be able to speak. I would stand there. Like my body would cease to it's, it's brand new. I get starstruck you know that's my thing however she's different so anyways um so towards the end of that of bringing people out there you know bring out their two more friends and they say I think they said Jewel's name first I think they they said Jewel and Brandy however Brandy walked out I saw her as they were saying it so she's coming out before they give the name or I don't know my mind remembers it. I just remember <laughs> seeing her and like shaking, like vibrating out of my seat, just like <gasps> and turning and then tears and standing up and I can just feel these tears and I'm trying to clap and I'm trying to woo, but I don't have sound. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh I'm so happy. I can still feel it. I'm going to start crying again. <laughs> oh, shit. So this is in the middle of the day, and Brandy closed out the entire weekend. She didn't perform until like her. nine o'clock at night, and this is in the middle of the day. I can't believe I'm doing it. <laughs> We're sitting in the big uh, front, like grassy area where everybody squats down on tarps and little lawn chairs and things like that, and watches the performance throughout the day. And these guys, the ladies of bluegrass, it was like three o'clock in the afternoon or something like that, and they just got done performing this awesome set. All these incredibly talented women. <laughs> mandolins and banjos and big cello bass things and guitars and just wonderful beautiful music and then they closed it out with this amazing song that was all about women empowerment and sisterhood and all of this stuff and as they start playing and getting into it then they do they bring out jewel and brandy carlisle to finish out their big set so that was like oh fuck (laughs) that was incredible super amazing I handle it super gracefully like now. Yes, you're doing great. I, I, you know, I had this moment. I'm like, she is, she's my Beatles. She's my Elvis because <laughs> I love music. I've always loved music and nobody's brought me to tears. And I always thought it was funny when you see the videos of people like crying when they come on stage. I'm like, oh, that's cute. That's funny. Yeah. You know? And then here I am. I'm like, oh my God, she's my Elvis. Like, yeah. that's a big deal. <laughs> it is a big deal. But uh, I was, after I got function in my body, my hands weren't just shaking and like to my face and looking like it looks like I'm freaking praying to her my hands clasp and they come up to my face I don't know why I'm not (laughs) but I do that I don't know that's like my heart hold it comes to my face I I don't know what it is um I had a I just said thank you to a woman and I brought it up because I don't know I'm bringing my hands up to my heart to my lips but it looks like I'm bowing to them (laughs) and she bowed she did that and bowed and I was like oh shit that's not what I'm doing that's happened repeatedly but i don't know how to curb that anyways i don't think you have to curb it it's a good thing does it i don't know stevie teased me i did it to one of her friends i'm like oh thank you and i bring my hands up shocking stevie teased you (laughs) well i don't want to walk around like i'm anyways um so i got function of my hands and i wanted to record this moment i wanted to have this moment to look back on but i wasn't going to be distracted by a camera so i turned on my phone pushed the button and held so I could, and then held my phone up pointing at the stage and kept my eyes on Brandy and held my phone up, hoping that I was getting it. You know, I was sure cause I'm pointing it towards the stage. Even the worst camera person in the world, me is going to get that shot. <laughs> and I sat there recording for a while and watching her and then I brought the phone down because I was done being sort of distracted. 
with my eyes, not watching her through a screen and just hit post and put it down. So that's the video that my mom was asking me about. I haven't watched the entire video, but I've watched a good portion of where I had the phone up and angled at the audience in front of us. So nice. I filmed the audience watching, but <laughs> no, nah. it's okay. I saw her. I've got her in my memory exactly. and I can feel what that felt like the first time because obviously I started crying again. So if you see that video, I'm not taking it down. And that's what the crowd looked like. Maybe <laughs> I eventually get up to where you can see her. I don't know. I haven't finished it, but it's, yeah, I was in the moment. Yes. I wasn't going to watch her through a screen. I was yeah. watching her with my eyes. Very much so. So, so that's what happens. My mom's like, were you high? <laughs> <laughs> high yeah. on something for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely high on something, but yeah. it was not a, I don't know, supplement of any sort. <laughs> so <clears throat> this was day two for us, right? This was the uh -huh. end of the day or the end of the festival that I think it was like three or four days long. Yeah, Thursday, four yeah, days. Yeah, started on Thursday and this was Sunday. Unlike the Saturday <sighs> where we had to... My heart's still going. <laughs> where we had to embrace uh, the cold and the snow and the rain. Uh, Sunday was a beautiful day. The sun mm -hmm. was out all day long. Um, it was cool. Right. Moments there, of yeah, there was chilly. a breeze blowing. It was just an absolutely wonderful day, which is great because it's a huge outdoor venue. And um, they have these rule of thumb, or not the rule of thumb, but like the kind of code of conduct for this festival is you set out a tarp wherever you want in this big grassy area. And those tarps are yours. You just reserved your space and your spot for your people. But because the festival takes place over the course of hours and hours and hours where they just have continual uh, bands and performers and singers coming on stage, you can kind of come and go as you please because there's a lot to do there. And if you find an open tarp or an open space, you're more than welcome to sit down. And then when the people come back, then you can either, you know, oftentimes they'll come back and say, hello, thank you. And then you're good to go and you can kind of chill on their tarp or they say, get the fuck out of there and you need to move. They don't really say that. But the idea is that you can reserve your space. And if you're just somebody floating through, you can sit there and squat for the time being with the uh, understanding that when the people come back, you may have to move. And... <clears throat> We How cool is that, by the way? It is cool. It's a nice little, I think it's a good system that they have figured out there. <clears throat> Definitely worked for us. Yeah. We didn't have a tarp and we also did not want to get up at like seven in the morning and go wait in line for hours and hours in order to have the possibility of putting a tarp down somewhere. So what we did when we first showed up was just kind of moseyed on down to the middle front section where we wanted to be sitting and I found us some tarps <clears throat> and I had a beautiful plan where we were going to sit on the borders of tarps where one of us was going to be on a blue tarp and the other one was going to be on an orange tarp and we were going to be kind of right on the edges of two tarps. And then that way we were embracing our one love community. <laughs> that way the blue tarp owners would think that we're the orange tarps people and the orange tarp owners would think that we are the blue tarps people and everybody would just kind of not say anything to us and let us sit there and lo and behold it fucking worked like a charm it worked like a charm now also disclaimer because i love those had we been asked to move of course we would have moved we would have respected that yes however nobody asked us to move. nobody asked us to and we didn't want to so no. it's cool that it worked and it's cool <laughs> that for the most part it, the brown tar people did not Don't like talk us. about the brown tarps. We, we moved. Okay. They were the ones that were directly behind us. And the brown tarp, if you're out there, brown tarp No, 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 tarp no, 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 no. Because, no, no. <laughs> like, you're in tight, right? It's your space. You exactly. can do that. It is and, your and space. And they exercised that, and we respected that. Assholes. They exercised it a little, like, I don't think they, you know, understood the fact that there was the allowance that was understood. Because they didn't seem too happy that we had a corner of our chairs on their blue tarp. <laughs> Yeah, we, they were assholes. We, we moved them. We did. We moved them, though. It was fine. But we would have continued to move had we been asked. However, we are very grateful that we weren't asked, and especially the people on the orange tarp. The blue people, the blue tarp people were nice and just kind of, like, let us be. But the orange tarp people not only were nice and let us be, they engaged conversation and laughed at me grabbing my boobs looking for chapstick. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, so it worked great, and we were able to hang out in that area uh, also it worked like, amazing. Yeah, Thank you, amazing husband. Best left husband our chairs ever. there, went and had lunch, came back. Everything was totally fine. So mm -hmm. we got to enjoy all day of music 
from a very, very good position. I had a hard time not feeling completely nervous and I was uncomfortable though. Yeah, you were uncomfortable and nervous yeah. that like we were invading people's space yeah. and they were going to come tell us to leave and you just have to own it. You just have to like, we belong here. This is our spot. But it wasn't. We squatted <laughs> and, and they said yes, which yeah. was super nice. But I felt like, oh my gosh, it was really hard for me. I was really excited. And anytime, you know, like when Brandy, we were still in that spot when Brandy came on the stage. And at that point, they could have, they could have pushed me and I don't think I'd have moved. Yeah. Like that point, it was just like, but it's not because of a jerk. It's that every single sense in my body was focused. <laughs> You know, but it was so, yeah, I felt, I felt like we needed to move. It was hard for me. I felt like a jerk. It was hard. Even though we weren't being jerky. Yeah, it wasn't, we weren't jerky at all. At all. But I still felt like I don't belong here. Yeah. I'm invading your space. I should get out of your space. So this is Sunday and early in the, you know, the first performers and things like that. Uh, it's kind of like a lot of people there hanging out, relaxing, but it's not the entire, um, like everybody that's at the festival isn't necessarily there listening to the people during the day and in the early afternoon. And then as the day progressed, you could tell that people started to show up more and there was more people there. And they had a, um, they had like a walkway area, dirt path in front of this seating area that they kept free. And, uh, they had like security kind of monitoring it. You couldn't hang out there. You couldn't stand there. It was just for coming and going and moving around. And then, Oh, it was Punch Brothers mm-hmm. when they finally moved it. But they, they took down all the ropes and immediately everybody just flooded that area. And it was like standing room only. Everybody kind of took up that space and moved right up to the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a small section in, right in front of the stage that was VIP seating. And then a, a fence, a, you know, a, a fence, chain link fence. And then everything behind that was like the general admission. And mm-hmm. Everybody moves up to that fence around five o'clock when they have the uh, Punch Brothers, which is some, I don't know. Bluegrass? Yeah, maybe? some bluegrass men's group. They were they it were was, cool, but cool. I think it was a big deal for some people. It definitely was not a big deal for us. Well, and there's also people like I don't know who, like people don't, I don't really understand, that don't know and adore Brandy Carlisle the way I think we do. <laughs> and it's definitely a we do. It's a we do now. Yeah. Um, because she's amazing. However, there's probably people that just came just for the Punch Brothers. Yes. And, you know, had they hung around, and maybe they did, um, they would have realized that the show is really Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, so... I, I, I'm not playing favorites or anything. <laughs> what happened was I realized that our prime seated position in our comfy little lawn chairs was not going to be adequate for the evening's performances because suddenly there was thousands of people standing in front of us. And after the Punch Brothers and right before Brandy uh, was Casey Musgraves. Yes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is it Musgrave or Musgraves? I know I know Casey. Okay. You kept throwing the last name out there and I just said sure. Yeah. So she was the uh, she was the next performer and I realized that our position was not going to work. And so I made an executive decision, <laughs> given that there was just two of us. It wasn't that big of a deal. But we decided that we needed to move up and stand at the fence. And so it it took a little bit because we had a bunch of shit with us. We had like our uh, our camp chairs, our backpack full of multiple layers of clothing in case the weather turned. We just had a bunch of shit with us. Which I did go through a wardrobe change. So that I is, was grateful. Yeah, Steph I, had to do, go through layers. a wardrobe change. I had to get out of my cute clothes and put on my my uh, hunkering down for the weather clothes. So it came time. We packed up our bag. And when Punch Brothers broke, they have about a half hour as they break down the stage and set it back up for the next performer. And I just decided we were going to get front and center. And you had to kind of weasel your way through the crowd and piss off some people. But it worked. We, we didn't piss off too many people. <laughs> Anyhow, the good thing, it wasn't hard at all for me. I have no problem at all pissing off people. We weren't rude. It's not like we were elbowing through. It was, excuse me, and sometimes people give a look, but nobody said no. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. We got front and fucking center, right up to the gate, (laughs) right up to the fence. 
So we were like, I don't know, 25 feet away from the stage. We made eye contact. <laughs> so we had to suffer through Casey Musgrave's performance. No, 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 no. It was suffering no, no, for no. me. It was, okay, well, I think she did a great job. And her, she's got that, that pop little, that pop thing. And there were some good songs. It was Pseudo cute. fake country pop. And she is figuring out her voice. She's figuring out what her identity is, where people, you know, it's like that. I think she's trying to figure out where she's at and what she's going to do. And right now she's following, you know, she's getting guidance. And so then she'll get other guidance. So I want to tell you about my experience. I want to hear about your experience. I want to tell you stuff about my experience. Uh, Planned this weekend, right, Mm -hmm. for my beautiful wife, who I'm in insanely in love with um i was a fan of brandy carlisle simply because you were right and i liked her music uh listened to it periodically but she wasn't somebody that i was like i wasn't a super fan she wasn't somebody that i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god she wasn't your elvis definitely not my elvis elvis isn't my elvis (laughs) (laughs) but no she wasn't uh, but I was excited for the entire weekend. And we had an amazing weekend across the board. Everything about mm-hmm. it was perfect. We talked about that, obviously, on the way home. You and me about how just everything was perfect from where we stayed, the, you know, lucking out and getting good seats on the on the grass. And, like, when we had to park, we had great parking spots. And just everything about the entire weekend was just incredible. And when it came time to push up to the stage and get there... Mm. um. I knew I could do it. Like you just have to and you did. pick your spot and say, that's where we're going. And that's what I did. And we made it work and we had a perfect spot, which was perfect. awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, it was fun to get to see Jewel. Yeah, um, it was. The VIP section in front of us was full of a bunch of people like Dirks Bentley was there apparently. Dirk, mm-hmm. I don't know who Dirk, I know, I know Dirk's who Dirk name. Bentley is yeah. and recognized him yeah. and it was exciting to see him in the crowd and then up on stage. Yeah. And while we're standing there watching uh, Miss Musgraves. Um, I saw Joaquin Phoenix, yeah, which did. made me super fucking happy because I'm way more of a movie buff than I am a music buff. And so I watched this guy for a minute and I'm looking at him and he's got this, like one of those California cowboy hat, pseudo cowboy hats, straw hat, fold up, like, you know, very probably cost, I don't know, $600 or something like that. Very aerodynamic. Yeah. Just one of those silly, you know, cowboy hats that look stylish and cool, but they aren't really a cowboy hat. Um, he didn't have sunglasses on, but he had a huge scruffy beard. His face was like super dark, almost like he'd been in the sun for a very, very long time. Like he'd been holding one of those, uh, he was a, just got off the highway. He was a, what are those people called? The sign holders for traffic. Yeah. The construction worker. That's what he looked like. That's how sunburned and tanned he was. And I'm looking at this guy and he he's very incognito, right? Very. But I'm staring at him like, oh my God, I really think that's Joaquin Phoenix. And I'm watching him for a good long time. And he's kind of moving around and he's dancing a little bit. And I start to like really, really look at him. And I'm like, holy shit, that's totally Joaquin Phoenix. So that was cool. That was cool for me. And I pointed him out to you and we had fun taking turns staring at him. And he totally noticed us staring at him. I know. I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. Because like everybody else is staring obviously at the music performance that's going on stage. And I'm just like locked on with Joaquin. <laughs> uh, so that was cool. But he, go ahead. No, I just like he's like I've been. You're more movie buff than me. Yeah. But I've I've been a fan of his. And I think it's because like I didn't tell you this at the time because I don't know. I was. I don't know. Anyways, I've had a bit of a crush on him. So oh, yeah? <laughs> I was definitely, I was definitely locked on. Well, that's okay. Cause I've had more than a bit of a crush on Joe. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no bit about it. There ain't no bit about it. Yeah. Um, but it comes time for Brandy to come on stage and I'm standing behind you cause you're in front of me so that you can be right up front. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, and it's nice cause I'm taller than you. So that totally works. Are, are we moving on? From, from Joaquin? Joaquin? Yeah, it's Joaquin Phoenix. But I wanted to like give a little bit more in case, you know, he ever comes across the Energy is Love podcast. <laughs> and be like, I'm sorry that we kept looking away. We were staring because we're fans and then tried not to stare to make you uncomfortable when you saw us staring. We could have just waved 
but that didn't cross our brains at the time. We're like, oh my God, it's Walking Phoenix. Don't make him uncomfortable. Don't stare. Don't stare. Oh my God. Oh, he caught us staring. <laughs> Shit, look away. So we weren't trying to be creepers. Didn't know how to, didn't know how to do that properly. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, we're totally creeping. <sighs> we weren't trying to be. And uh, you can go to my Instagram and see some footage of Joaquin dancing. Okay. You're a little bit creepered. Yeah. I totally <laughs> creeped out. Oh, um, that was so cool though. It was way cool. But okay. it comes time for Brandy to come on stage and I could feel, I could feel myself as the day, as the day progressed, there were multiple times when I could feel some emotion building up inside of me. And it mm-hmm. wasn't even necessary. Like there were times when uh, the first ladies of bluegrass were performing mm-hmm. and I could feel this emotion coming mm-hmm. up inside of me, yeah. like a, a bunch of uh, tears that wanted to come out and things like that. And it was kind of funny. I was kind of laughing at myself because it just felt good. Like it, it's like the, Oh, what, how do I do? Like it had nothing. I think all it was, was being in the moment, in the experience, really present, um, super relaxed, super connected with you, with, uh, the, the experience as a whole, right. Being there in the moment and then seeing these people, it's going to make me emotional. (laughs) Um, but just seeing, uh, People on stage pouring out all of their love. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just people that have copious amounts of love and passion for what they're doing. And they're sharing it with all of these, with all of us that were there watching. And it was cool. It was very amazing to just feel it all. And it was funny because it wasn't with everybody, you know. There yeah. were some people where I didn't have that feeling well up inside of me, but there was quite a few times. And uh, I just love it. Like, I love that feeling of um, when you're in the presence of that type of uh, energy and that type of love. And you can really tell that there are people that are incredibly passionate about what they do. And, uh, and, I mean, on top of it, it's beautiful and it's amazing and it sounds good. It feels good. You know, I'm tapping my toes and uh, yeah, it just felt incredible. And um, Brandy comes out and obviously it's chaos and everybody's screaming and everything like that. And you're jumping up and down and you're super jazzed and excited. And she plays a song, her opening song that she starts out with is one that I'm familiar with. It's on her newest album. And um, I have no idea what it's called. Hold out your hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was unreal. I mean, it was just like from the get-go, the level of energy that just ramped up immediately. <laughs> I start crying. Yeah. And did not stop. Did not stop the entire time. And so, like, I had this... Uh, ugh. I mean, I just had this entire experience of being in the moment and sharing the moment with you. Also, uh, it was like halfway through her performance where I like look up into the sky and it's dark and you can see stars and the lights and the crowd and all sorts of stuff. And I'm just like, oh, just this huge, massive wave of emotion dumps out of me. And it was like this... uh, cleansing experience of just purging tension and emotion that had nothing it's not like I had some clear epiphany or realization or you know I didn't have an epiphany um I didn't have anything connected to it but it was just the release of emotion and tension in my body and I just leaned into it and let go and tears were rolling down my face and um, it was just incredible. It was amazing. And she is a fucking like rock star. Yeah, she is. The ability that she had just across the board with singing and playing instruments. And I mean, just really, really talented. I mean, it seems like it, it's super minimizing the level of talent that she has, but she's a fucking she's a rock star. I mean, she's the epitome of a musician. 
Do you know what I mean? In my book. And that's the type of music that I like. That's the type of talent that I am drawn to. Somebody that can not only write their own songs, but play their own music and perform. And it was just, it was astounding. I'm not going to do it justice. It's one of those things that like, even if you go to the Instagram and you watch some of the clips that we had, it never does it justice. You never get the feeling, obviously. And it's silly because it's always shitty, shaky footage. And... <laughs> or it's the crowd in front of you. Yeah, yeah. It's never, <laughs> it never, it never really brings across the experience, but it's fun. And um, yeah, it was unreal. I just absolutely, I, I showed up to this Telluride Bluegrass Festival, uh, a fan of Brandy Carlisle's, and I left like, absolutely in love with her yeah. and her music and beyond like I'm ready to uh quit all the jobs that we don't have <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to uh you know pack up everything and become like a roadie can we can we be your roadies Randy? yeah like we can we're just gonna follow her around <laughs> as she performs across the country because she's gonna be up in Big Sky Montana next week which is a mere six hours away from us. We like Big Sky. How do we, <laughs> we get do up like there? We like Big Sky. We just got to get in a van She's and drive up there. She's circling us. She's staying close to us. I, I think she loves us, really. It's yeah. okay. You know, I think one of the things, too, about her that I've described before that makes the difference in what kind of... Um, it's not just... You feel her music before you hear it. Like, you feel her. And she lets that... She puts her... It's her out there. It's not... It's her. Yeah. And you feel her. And then you just have this bonding moment with you. You feel and you connect and you resonate with what she's like putting out there. I don't even know how to describe it. And then you hear the words after you've felt this music and love this music and have this connection. And then you're, oh, my God, that's so much more. So then you're even more ingrained with what she is because everything matches and then when you hear her live, which is the first time, so, and then she talks about what these songs were and why she wrote them and how, like, oh my God, you just. She's a great live no performer too. There, I've never. Like, that's one thing that. Uh, oh my God. Oftentimes, I'm trying to think, I don't think I've ever, I think I've been to a concert before where they didn't sound as good as they do on their, like their albums or something mm -hmm. like that, right? On their songs, their CDs and things. I don't know why we say CDs anymore. Their music, what like on their digital recording that we download on our fucking phone. Anyhow, uh, she is holds up one hundred percent. CDs of Brandy Carlisle, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, great live performer. It, I mean, it was amazing. It sounded incredible. Yeah. Go ahead. That was one thing I forgot. I wanted to add too. I don't know. I just like, like, I don't know. This kind of sounds like they're like. For people that are listening that thinks, oh, you know, maybe that's a paid or a sponsored. No, she doesn't have a clue who she we are. She can definitely sponsor the podcast. Well, well she doesn't. Uh, we will talk about awesome? Brandy Carlisle maybe on every episode. She can, she can maybe, I would, I would be happy with if like, she just like put a heart somewhere so I know that she saw her. <laughs> I would lose my shit. <laughs> just, just like it or something. Oh my God. Yeah. She has no idea any of this or I just, this is, this is heart. This is just, she is like heart doesn't even seem big enough. No. Do it you, was such a moment. Thank yeah. you. So can you explain or share explain? your experience <laughs> from the moment of standing up there at the very front um, and her coming out on stage? I think it's just been pouring out of me. Like, yeah. and then I'll just start crying because <laughs> it was just, I, um, obviously I'm, a huge like fan of hers like she is my she's my number one I have like and I was talking to my mom about it and I don't think she I don't think she knows who Brandy Carlisle is which I should just like sit her down and make eye contact and just hit play yes like this is what's going down Steph, Steph's mom you need to listen <laughs> but um when I talked to her about how we saw Jewel again how that came out she's like oh you've been a fan of hers for a long time because I haven't known about Brandy Carlisle, the extensive amount of time that I have Jewel. Like the first song, like Jewel has been like since I was a teenager, yeah, young, Jewel's, young, young. Jewel's from our childhood. She is from our childhood. And I, I'm trying, like Brandy's been out for a while. However, yeah, but she was a kid when we were a kid. <laughs> right. Um, she's been doing, think about that. And then she's been doing this with, um, for like 18 years. Yeah. Like how she's just, she's amazing. 
Anyways, I was talking about the first song that I heard of hers was The Story and that <laughs> that reminded me of you. I need a minute. For those listening, I just smelled my fingers. <laughs> and it was just like, it just caught me off guard. You're so like, I was itching I my lower back. nervous, I stick my fingers in my armpits and I pull them out and I smell them like this. <laughs> it just caught me off guard. Well, I so. just distracted Steph with a uh, finger smell. Okay. Well, that's, oh, wow. Um, moving on. <laughs> um, the story. Yes, the story. Moving on with the story. Look how that worked. Uh, it just, I felt the song and it was beautiful and everything just made me think of you. And so I shared it with you, which I don't know how you weren't a biggest fan of hers as I was from the get go. So that's like how it began. And then I just became like searching out her music and just have loved her music. And it's like how everything, it's an ebb and flow. You know, I haven't every day of my life woke up and been like, what's Brandy up to today? There's been, you know, it's comes and goes and I hit these brandy waves and I listen and I don't listen to her every day. I don't listen to anybody every day. We're busy. There's so many things. And her latest album, I didn't even catch. And you caught it first and then showed me that she had a new album. And I was like, oh, and then of course, once again, you know, you get immersed by her. And whenever you listen to her, it's like, that's, it's just this huge love. It never goes away. (laughs) I'm sounding like such a dork. Um, so all of this, uh, like how much energy that, and how how much I'd been looking forward to this and hoping and other factors that we can say for a later podcast, maybe or not at all. I don't even think it fits here. So just moving on. We're just going to let it go. It was a life experience. Like this is something that like, like I have Alzheimer's, dementia, maybe I'm not going to because I'm going to eat my broccoli sprouts. But, um, like, this is going to be one of the things that I remember forever. This is just, and not just like, oh, yeah, that one thing is, I'm going to fill it. And it was just so amazing, the songs. And I'm like, oh, I hope she plays this. Or, like, however, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, if she plays, because you can hear, she'll talk in between songs. And she'll, like, do a chord or two, just like a ding, ding, ding. And then you're like... <gasps> And you hear it and you know what it is. And like, if she plays a story, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it because I'm sitting there where you have created this adventure. And then you got me right up front and she's right there. And it's this whole magical experience that we've shared that like the the connection that we've had. We're talking about Brandy, which is amazing. Um, but we're not getting into detail about how it felt for us to be with each other throughout all of this. And that was just she's a portion of it you know, which was amazing. Don't, but what we had was so huge. So I'm standing there and you've provided all this and your arms are around me and you have me up front. And then she started playing that song. (laughs) Ah, Hold it, hold it. Okay. So it was pretty amazing. Voice. Okay. Um, so incredible, incredible. I don't know how to put into words what it was like for me. And then she closes it out with party of one, which is also like kind of fitting for how things have been like challenging. Oh, I'm not done. Yes, I am. I can talk. And I knew that like she played the strings like nobody. I knew that she was just like this magic woman. But, um, and like, I, I heard, you know, obviously, you know, if you know the song, you know how deep, like it's piano. And then at the end is the orchestra. I didn't know she played the piano (laughs) and she got up there and I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) And she just, ah, and then when it was over, I just stood there for a minute and was just like, just like really soaking in the moment and like trying to find your feet and. Yeah. It was a <laughs> she is a spiritual experience. <laughs> um it was just I don't even know. But I guess I can put into a little bit of perspective. I can sum it up. There was a woman that was to the right and I talked to you about it, to the right of us who was hammered. Um but she came for Casey. 
Yeah. And she was so excited for Casey and she was freaking out. She was like fangirling it before Casey got up. Which Singing we were, all of her songs yeah, and shit. Every word. And she was so excited before she came out. And then she came out. She knew everything. And she was so happy. And then Casey's portion was over. And I heard part of the comment like, I'm not going to move. I don't care. I'm going to stay here. I'll hang out with the Brandy fans because she wasn't done partying. So she was just going to stay there whatever this next concert because she's not done and she's gonna hang out with the brandy fans because that's not even her and then at the end of the concert like throughout she is enjoying the whole thing but she is like holding onto the fence like leaning back and just screaming i love you brandy (laughs) (laughs) there's another just she just you experience her you love her yeah it was incredible yeah and then incredible doesn't do it justice like you said it was an experience (laughs) for sure this whole episode is the Brandy episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, it's our whole experience of the entire weekend that we had. <gasps> From the heart. time that we left Friday morning, we had a beautiful drive, time together, uh, great food. Yeah. Yeah, great food, um, which doesn't really matter. Like, we're happy with pork rinds and bananas and almonds, but uh, the Airbnb. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. The, what? <laughs> I just had to breathe through that moment again. It was awesome. Through the spiders. Except for the the spiders, yeah. Yeah, everything about it was just an incredible experience that you and I got to share together. And you're right, it is one that we will remember forever, right? Yes. Yeah, and be able to reconnect to that moment. Right now, my adrenaline's going. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. So, highly recommend you attend the Planet Bluegrass Festival in Telluride every year. I don't know if if she'll be there, but it was still a cool experience. Yeah. It's one that we'll definitely go back to one day. Yeah. When she comes back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was a really neat experience. And it was our first festival type uh, thing. Mm -hmm. First festival, our first concert. Which was kind of funny. Festival, like, I mean, it's a bluesgrass festival. Yeah, it wasn't like a country festival. It wasn't like the state fair. It was a event. Yeah, and people camp all week when they're there. And it's this whole big community of people there for the shared experience and the love Mm. that takes place and it's kind of funny that that's our first festival quote unquote right because we haven't ever done uh any of like one we i i still want to go to burning man i don't know if you do yeah one day we're going to go to burning man um there's some other festivals that actually take place here in utah that would be super easy for us to go to uh but we've never have we've never gone to anything like that before which I think is kind of funny if you think about it, because we are definitely hippie festival type people, but yet we have never gone to one. And I'm super glad that this was the first experience that we had, that this was the one that we chose to go to and that all worked out the way that it did. Cause wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 So anything else about uh, our wonderful weekend Uh. in Colorado? Yeah, I was going to talk about a lot of stuff, but I don't know. All I can, I don't want to interrupt the Brandy episode with whatever stuff from our lives. Like whatever. <laughs> it's just whatever. It's peanuts. <laughs> We're talking about Brandy here. So. Nothing else? Um. What else? What else? You, you had other stuff you wanted to talk about? Well, I my brain's dead. The only thing I can think of is the funny gondola story. And that's, that's mm. something I didn't want to say because it's funny. But. Like everything else that we were going to, like I had in my brain for us to talk about, including this, but I, I don't know, it's gone. Yeah. So. Gondola rides are not roller coasters. Just keep that in mind when you're going up there. Public service announcement. If you if you're, have a little bit of, you know, thinking, hmm, this little tiny cable holding <laughs> all these people with a little tiny hook and a little metal box, <laughs> you know, it's okay. When you're at the top and you start to go over, it's not going to whisk you down and... Don't look for seatbelts because there's not seatbelts on it. Would you say that you are a blue, blue, I keep wanting to say blues grass, but it's not. It's, it's just not. bluegrass. Yeah. There's blues and bluegrass. Yeah. Are you a, are you now a bluegrass um, fan, aficionado? I am. Uh, consumer. Do yeah. you like the bluegrass? I was really excited about the other music that, I mean, I wasn't excited going in. I just wanted to see Brandy and cool live music because live music is awesome. Yeah. But I didn't know the people. And I was really pleasantly surprised to see how much good music that I have now been exposed to. And I already feel like I'm pretty diverse 
when it comes to musical taste, but it's a, my palette has expanded and I'm excited to take in more as we, there's some amazing, you know, the men are amazing too. I really connected with the women. I heard the women and it was just me. I'm excited to take more in and look up and listen to these women that, uh, so yeah, I'm on blues grass. A blue, I, I did it. <laughs> blues a blue grass. grass. The one, because the, there was lots of performers that mm-hmm. I liked. Uh, Steve Poltz, he was the one that brought Jewel out and sang with Jewel and stuff yes. like that. I mean, He's he was super awesome. Cool. He is so fun. Yeah. Uh, but the one that stands out in my mind that I really liked was uh, Bonnie Payne. She was amazing. And it was only because of the variety of talent that she had. Like, beautiful voice, right? Loved her voice. Great voice. But she played, like, every fucking instrument. She played the guitar. Uh, she played some sort of fiddle-looking thingy at some point. She brought out a washboard. That was awesome. She rocked the washboard. It was fucking badass. It was incredible. Um, she played a saw. I peed during the saw. I didn't yeah. catch the saw. You missed the saw part. I did. Which, I mean, all that old-school bluegrass, country, backwoods-type stuff, uh, seeing that up on the big stage, as well as from somebody that, like, once again, super skilled and passionate and incredible mm-hmm. Um, that was just amazing. I don't remember her lyrics. I remember all of that in her sound, but like I was too blown away by her voice and the the instruments that I don't remember what she's saying. Yeah. Beautiful stuff though. So she stood out in my mind. Also, I'm trying to remember some of the other people. And not not, not that it matters. You can obviously go find the people that were performing there if you're really interested. For some reason, now the Energy is Love podcast is all about bluegrass festivals in Telluride, Colorado. But it does matter. I went and grabbed a little thing so I could do their names justice because I want to talk about some of these women that were awesome. The women thing was very, very cool. I read some, one of the places that we ate, I don't remember where it was, but while we were waiting for food, I read the uh, Telluride, was it Daily Planet? That's yeah, which was awesome. Play, paper. Is the Daily Planet. Yeah, so I read just a blurb from one of the articles on the front page, and it talked about how they just happened to um, book all of these women for like Sunday. And so you had the First Ladies of Bluegrass, um, Bonnie Payne, mm-hmm. uh, Casey Musgraves. It is Musgraves. I now have confirmation. Yeah, and obviously um, Brandy closing out the show, but. The, the 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 article talked about how that was just happenstance that they weren't like trying to build some big woman empowering you know lineup or anything like that that just happened naturally but that was a very like powerful thing I guess very powerful you could feel <laughs> yes <laughs> you yes could it feel was that he power. You could feel that energy of that all the women on stage performing uh, the the vibration of that woman energy, which is kind of a silly way to describe it. But yeah, that was super, It's not super a cool. silly way to describe it. It's <laughs> amazing. It is amazing. And now it's so amazing. I had that same emotional thing, only I don't know. Mine was like, I felt this connection that you had. So, so, so powerful, this woman energy that he had this big release that he talked about, this emotional thing that happened. I had this moment and I wonder, like, I wish one of us would have like maybe communicated with the other, even though you couldn't at that moment, because I wonder if we had it at the same time. And I don't know when it happened. I just remember during the brandy thing and it happened, there was this like heart opening thing that took place and this connectedness. I don't even, I don't know how to describe it, but it was this huge, just like, like this crisp, cool air. You could feel flood your body. Yeah. It was like a huge chakra aura cleansing, (laughs) bouncing experience. Thank you. Um, so some of the women, um, Bonnie Payne, as we talked about, uh, the first ladies, that Allison Brown, she was... She was the banjo. She was the banjo. Fucking, I'm all about the banjo. She was incredible. Um, oh my God, we forgot another part of Brandy that we got to talk about, but go ahead. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is going to extend because this was another part that... Anyways, we'll go back. Um, Becky looks like Bowler. Yeah, I Becky think she Bowler. was the uh, bass. She, she was the bass. Okay. Sierra Hole. She did the the, the mandolin. mandolin was awesome. Missy Rains. So is Missy Rains the Yeah, the the, viol- the fiddle the, player? And her voice. I need to like she just 
I know she was amazing on her instrument, but their voice that came out of that woman, I was like, oh my God, it just like you feel a vibration. It was amazing. And Molly Tuttle, I really liked her. Yeah, she was the guitarist. So that is the first ladies of bluegrass. I feel like we should have their names. But um, in the, where we talked about, where we saw Steve Poltz the first time and Jewel Elk, the first time. Elk Park. The Elk Park is the workshop stage. Yeah. There were two, like, there was amazing performers, but there were two women that um, I connected with. It stood out to you. That were just, their music, I didn't connect with them. I don't know anything about them. But the music that they put out there, I thought, I'm going to look more. And it was Ira Wolf and Emily Scott Robinson. And I will be looking up more of their music. So I am super happy that I now have that like to add to it, that Brandy, you added that. I'm excited to look more into those women. And there's so many more. This thing is full of names, but I can only talk about our experiences. And it was just, it was amazing. So I'm going to look up these women and get more, get more of their music floating around. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the other part of Brandy that I triggered in you? Uh, the the family love yeah. that she brought out. This was I'll such let you a, tell the story. No, you tell the no, story. No, you tell the story. I've, I just got done with a whole big blah. It was such a cool moment uh, in her set where she kind of paused. To hand like his I'm wife pausing. coffee. I'm going to toss it. Oh, I caught it. Uh, she paused and she talked about how when she was first beginning uh, her career, she had a lot of opportunities that were given to her from other people and opportunities to get up on stage and things like that and perform. And that segued into her bringing out her nieces and nephews or her nieces and nephew. There was just one nephew and her brother. So her family comes out on stage and it's two girls, probably, I don't know, 10 or 12 years old. And then probably like a seven or eight year old boy. And they come out on stage. One's playing the mandolin, one's playing the banjo and one's playing the fiddle. And then they do two incredible kick-ass songs and it was just super fucking fun to watch these little kids up there on getting the Like I kept thinking about our kids. Mm -hmm. I kept thinking about how incredible it would be to be those kids and have that opportunity and how cool that is that their aunt, who is this fucking superstar, do you know what I mean? Provides that for them. And they she get put to, them on the Telluride stage. Like how like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. So that was a really, really cool experience in a moment. And obviously like the crowd goes crazy because like twofold where they're going to support these kids and regardless of how well they did, but they did well. at the same time, they, they fucking really did well. an amazing it was awesome. job. And the one gal, the one little girl sang beautifully and like rocked it. They did. I don't know the name of the first song that they did, but uh, it's a song that like everybody the knows. Me, Mama, like a wagon wheel. Yeah. 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 That was super cool. And then they closed it out with uh, Johnny Cash, uh, Folsom prison. It was just yeah. Amazing. So the crowd is singing along. It was just super, super cool. So that That's was awesome. a really neat experience. She also sang a song with Dirks Bentley. Mm -hmm. She brought him out on stage and, and they performed a song together. Oh, I don't remember the other guy's name. Yeah, the lead singer from uh, Punch Brothers. Was it Punch Brothers? Or I think it was the Jerry Douglas Band. Oh, he's, Or was it Punch Brothers? Jerry Douglas Band. He came out and played the, like, the slide guitar thing for yeah. the Dirks Bentley thing. Yes, those two. And then... The lead from Punch Brothers came out. Does it have on another his name one. on there? It doesn't. It's Punch Brothers. Oh, I'm sorry. He was super cool too. He came out with Casey Musgraves and performed and like rocked the mandolin. Yeah, he turned the. I don't, oh my gosh, I'm I'm blanking on the song. Ooh, <sighs> I'm blanking on the song. That's okay. Anyways, he said he could turn it into a a. That played the mandolin with their yeah, like the like one on a rock, rock, and roll rock and roll song, song and totally and nailed did. it. He did, he did. It was awesome. I love how they had some technical difficulties, like with the mandolin, uh -huh. and they like how well that they integrated that and they're like improv with it. And then she broke out in a improv Benny and the Jets for a minute with like Elton John. It was just like everything was just perfect. Everything, even if there was a little that was the only glitch, which they fixed immediately. But how she found a way to put pour her heart out in a moment of trying to figure out a sound, <laughs> like everything. I don't know. I you hear me explain it, and it just does not even come close to doing it justice. So if there's any part that's fired up by our description, you should just wait, go experience <laughs> it. Uh, so we will. I'm saying right now, we will 
have Brandy on the podcast one day. It, it's it's going to happen the same way that uh, I decided we were just going to stand in the front and make that happen. So we're just going to push our way through. Do you think I'll be able to talk and not cry the whole time? <laughs> and one day we will have her on the podcast. I don't know. I think I may... I don't know. And we'll get to fangirl for an entire episode of the podcast while she just sits there quietly. I'm, I'm going to have to do a lot of prep on that because I would love to be able to have a conversation with her just, but I don't think I can. <laughs> I you'll be I'll fine. You'll be able to be like, <sighs> when the moment comes, it'll, it'll work. We'll make it work. Oh, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be there, but whether or not you hear my voice at all, come over and I'm just the weird crying in the background. <laughs> I'll try so hard. Oh, mm, you're so cute. just the thought of that gets me. Okay. All Twitter faded and flustered. She's just, there's, yeah. Okay. Anyways. So I love you. I love you. This was a and we fun episode. Brandy, yeah. All about our bluegrass Telluride festival experience. And hopefully you guys <laughs> enjoyed it in some way, <laughs> shape or form. And uh, we'll be back next week with more about Brandy Carlisle <laughs> <laughs> and more bluegrass. Just kidding. No. Anything else, babe? No. Okay. That's it. So I love you. I love you. Let's go. I am totally I fine if dishes. we just, well, you can listen to Brandy while you do dishes. You do dishes. Yeah. yeah. I got, I got a lot to do. Okay. Okay. I love you. Love you. The amazing Miss Brandy Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of secondhand weed spill. It's not going to hurt a kid. Oh my God. She's my Elvis. She is a fucking like rock star. You feel her music before you hear it. Like you feel her.